Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Southern New England Sports Original, 103.7 WEEI. All right, before we go to the calls uh, from Twitter, I got Bruce taking a shot at me. Uh Scott, love the show, but stop acting like Adam Jones regarding Mac. Have you made the right decision in your professional career at every moment? Is there no room for growth? Amazing the way Mac is treated in this region. Here's my problem with Mac. I don't disagree with you that he deserves a little bit of a pass for last year because of what Belichick did to him by empowering Patricia and Judge in those coaching positions. He deserves a little bit of a break because he has not been surrounded by top-level talent. I'll give you those things. Where he really turned me off last year, though, was – I thought he handled adversity very poorly. Uh, yes, the deck was stacked against him by Bill because of those coaching decisions, but he openly whined about it, pointed fingers. I didn't like the way he handled it. I, I, I think that probably turned me and my attitude a little bit against Mac last year because I just didn't like it. And I do have serious and legitimate questions. Can this guy – lead the team to last-second victories. Like when the game's on the line, you need a game-winning drive. Is Mac the guy to do it? He has not proven he can. And in terms of, you know, well, he's not surrounded by great talent, there was many times in Tom Brady's career when he wasn't surrounded with good talent either. Yeah, but we so, can't compare the two. I know. And yeah, it, it is unfair. unfair. To, and, and that's part of the problem for Mac, too, here in New England. It's like we, we just got finished watching 20 years of the greatest quarterback of all time. So. It's hard to, to, to not make that comparison. But, I mean, are we going to constantly be making excuses for Mac, or is Mac going to be able to overcome some of that stuff? Yeah, and, well, and I, I, you know, I don't want to make too many excuses either because I, I think, you know, Bruce, I, I think I think Mac had a good good week. Uh, I think Mac has looked good in camp. Um, you know, I'm encouraged by Mac. Uh, and I think, you know, to be fair, I think he – he did make a throw on fourth down that probably should have helped them move the chains and had a chance to set them up. But as Scott said, until Mac shows me in the final two minutes of a game that he can put the team ahead, score, whatever, there's doubt there. There's doubt. He hasn't done it yet. He has not done it yet. And 
I think at some point he needs to break through. You know, otherwise he's going to have more, you know, and more doubts. And, and you know, I think I've been a pro-Mac guy. Um, and, again, I think he's got the talent there. Um, but I also think i, I got to see that too. And the words of the late Kenneth James Aloysius Ford, a.k.a. Jersey Red, I'm from Missouri, the show-me state. Show me you can win with a last-minute drive, and I will become a believer. I agree. I agree. So before we go to the phone calls, I just wanted to ask you quickly, what did you think of the Brady Brady ceremony? Liked it. I had no problem with it. Um, The the Patriots botched it online because I was watching at home. So I knew CBS wasn't going to show it at halftime. Did they show much of it on TV? I didn't really see. No, they didn't show much of it. No, but I wanted to see it all. Yeah, right. So I was told, you go to Patriots.com, it'll be there. They also said it was aired on WSBK TV 38, but I don't get that down here in Rhode Island on Cox Cable. So I said, okay, I'm going to go to Patriots.com. I had it wired from my laptop into my TV. I switched to it. They did not turn up the audio until I tweeted at him and said, hey, Patriots.com, no audio. So literally he comes running out. You don't hear anything. He goes to the podium, crashes at the podium. You don't hear anything. It, like, it took them a while to realize, oh, we forgot to turn the sound on. And then finally, I, after I, I, I have no idea if it was my tweet. I'm sure they probably had thousands of people tweeting at him. Yeah. Then they finally got the sound up. That's why, if you notice, when they tweeted out the highlight of him running on the field, they didn't have any audio because they used their video, which didn't have accompanying sound. Yeah. So they, they botched it, but I liked it. I, I, I loved it. It was just great seeing him I run agree. back out on the field again and yeah, it say, was- I'll always be a Patriot. That was cool, and the speech was great. He was well done, and it was great that he ran down the field. I will say I wish there was a little bit more. Like, I think this was the perfect opportunity for them to say, because this basically served as an announcement for the Hall of Fame ceremony. June 12th, right. They should have retired his number on the spot. They should have retired the number. I think it would have been a very simple, easy thing. Then are people going to come next June? Yes. They are? Absolutely. Because it's basically a Brady night. Okay. Like, you're going to get all the former teammates. But then they pretty much, I mean, even though they didn't do that, they're pretty much telling you that's what we're going to do, you but know? It, but I think if they just said, if this this had, had something that said, like, this is what we did on this day for Brady, I think it would have been less of an announcement. You know what I'm saying? It, I, I was thinking that going into the game. Yeah. I'm thinking what a powerful moment it would be if yes. they had a banner with the number 12 retired. Yeah. See that? We're yep. retiring it right now. The, uh, Gillette Stadium would have erupted. And, and that's the thing. I think the fans expected just, just something. I think that yeah. would have been a little something for them to say, like, well, we were there the day that they retired his number. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Instead of just basically what it was, it, it was an announcement for the Hall of Fame ceremony, which, again, I think my big thing was with Brady, I wanted them to have a Tom Brady night like they did for Larry Bird all those years ago. June 12, 2024 is basically going to be that, so I'm happy about Can that. Can I ask you this? Yeah. Are they going to sell tickets, or is it going to be open to the public for free? I I bet you they're going to sell tickets. Oh. I know. Yeah, I have you a feeling it's going to be like that, an in-stadium event. That is like so craft-like. Okay, we have a money-making opportunity here. Really? How about just – did they sell tickets to the other ceremonies that are held outside? No, the usually they're just held right so outside. Th- the that's exactly right. They're yeah. free of charge. Yep. Make this one free of charge for the fans as well. First come, first serve. I'm sorry. You know what? Not but it's happen. not going to happen. You're nope. absolutely – they're going to sell luxury suites. They're going to sell tickets. Yep. They're going to take every advantage they huge. can. Yeah, that's what they're going to do. The, I, believe, I was thinking that in the back of my mind. I'm yeah. like, another money-making opportunity for the crafts. That's how they view it. All right, one more thing before we get to the calls. 
in or out, ringing the bell in the top of the lighthouse um, as a new tradition? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I'm kind of indifferent about it. I, yeah. Like, if the if the bell were bigger, yeah. I think if we're, like, Liberty Bell size, that'd be like, okay, let's go. But it's kind of a dinky little bell. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not a huge I – don't, I don't really love it. I – I wish if they could do something where, like, somebody presses, a, like, a button. What is it? Sacramento. Have you seen the bell down at Brown Stadium that they ring when oh, Brown yeah. scores? Yeah, the bell. You have a bell that size up yeah, there, right. boom, it just reverberates throughout the but, stadium. Yeah, I'm all for it. that's a tradition from, you know, freaking 18-something yeah. here at Brown. Now in 2023, like, if there's somebody, if somebody's up there, press a button and lights up the lighthouse or something. You know what I'm saying? See, but I think a huge bell like that every time the Patriots score, ding! It's a, it's like so. It's like bell. such a New England sound, like a lighthouse, yeah. you know, or in, in the fog. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I just wish the if it's a, it's a lighthouse, yeah. like have a light. Somebody lights up the lighthouse, yeah. like make it look like you remember the old Castle Rock Entertainment yeah, logo. Yeah, yeah. Like make it look like that, something yeah. like that. I think that'd be cool. I don't know. They're working on something. All right, let's go to the calls. You've waited long enough. Chris is in Westerly. Good morning, Chris. You're next on Cordishi and Coit on WEEI. Hey, good morning, guys. Thanks for taking the call. What's up, Chris? Hey, good morning. So uh, two quick comments. One, um, I, I'm kind of with you guys. I don't – I'm not 100% on board. Um, I, I'm a believer that I think Mac Jones going forward is our quarterback. Um, I obviously would like to see more talent put around him, and I would like to see him uh, kind of gel and, and move forward with that. Um, but, but like you guys said, I mean, it was there was a lot of positives, a lot of negatives, and a lot of questions. Uh, and then my other comment as well is, uh, I believe it's Joe in Pawtucket who called earlier in the morning, correct? Yes. Yes. He should definitely be a co-producer on the show. <laughs> I listen to you guys every Saturday. He should be – He should. Be, <laughs> He 100% I'm mean, giving away jobs over there. The I love it. Joe Joe basically in does. In addition to. In act, addition act, to. Yeah. I think he basically acts as a co-producer cuz Joe usually sets the table. So, yeah. it's always nice. <laughs> yeah. Chris, thanks yeah, for the I phone mean, call. I, like I said, I think oh. Thank you guys. No, go ahead. Go ahead, finish your thought. He's gone. Okay, he's uh, gone. Okay. All right. I know. He's kind of a delay there. That's yeah. weird. Yeah. But yeah, I agree, Joe. Joe for uh Joe for but he has the same questions we do. Like, you yeah, know, right. you're still not 100% sold on Mac. I agree with him. I mean, yeah. this is Mac's team for this season. And I said coming into the season, this is a big season for Mac because yep. I think we're really going to find out is he the guy or not, right? Yep. I, I think I'd give him 17 games and then make your decision at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. All right, let's say hello to Dan and Cranston. Good morning, Dan. You're next on Cordishi and Coit on WEEI. Hey, how you doing? Good, Dan. What's hey, up? Hey, how you doing? Hey, Daniel, how you doing? How you doing? How you doing? I'm doing. I'm doing. Still <laughs> vertical, like I always say. Baby. Uh, yeah. Um, quick Bloom thing. You know what his biggest problem was to me? He's a nerd. He has zero interpersonal skills. And I think that can play into, like, trades and talking to other GMs to some extent. You know? I, I, the, the, he just couldn't that, yeah. get it. How many times did he stick his foot in his mouth? Like, just saying stupid stuff. I said it, man. You know, you talk about it. it, Didn't it just seem forced, like, everything that he always said? I mean, Dan, he said the words. I was in the room when he said, 
we're going to do it, and it's going to be awesome. I, I don't disagree with you that I think you need those types of skills to be able to deal with yeah. people and maybe in his case to deal with fellow GMs making trades. I feel like his inability to make trades is more that he was married to his prospects and he was just unwilling to let any of them go. I yeah, think right. that was his big problem. But to your point, Dan, it's why I want to see a guy like Alex Cora in charge of the baseball operation because – He's more of what do my eyes and what do my gut tell me, not what do the analytics tell me. Well, and, and to the point of, you know, building relationships with other teams and organizations and GMs and whatnot, that's why I want an experienced guy, Scott, because I, I think that guy yep. that you, you bring in will have those relationships built, and he just, you know, continues to build on them. I just keep saying to myself, could you imagine just trying to sit down and have a beer with this guy? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's just like he's just like one of those dudes. Like if he grew up in Norwood in 1985, he would have been getting wedgies and stuffed in lockers all the time. It's just like, he's just, just a nerd. And that's part of the problem with nowadays. These guys are nerds. I, I do want that that Red Sox cardigan though. To to I, I'd love for them to sell that at the team store. The one that he had that first draft, whatever. I mean that you know that's a that's a nice uh, one. very classy. Well, the, the I'm sure he's a nice guy, but glad he's gone. Hopefully, you know we we'll move forward. Um, uh, a quick funny story. So last week, it's about four thirty-five, right? This is the first year I get the Sunday ticket. Great, great thing to have. Nice. Um, I, I sit down. I turn it on. I turn on the Raiders game. This is four thirty-five. They're on. They're on like the three-yard line. I see Brian Hoyer. And I start, I almost start crying. Hoya was in the game for like three plays. Yeah. I was like literally about to start crying. So what, what apparently happened was he had to, Jimmy had to go to the blue tent because he got a uh, concussion. He landed on his head and there was a personal foul. So Hoya was in for like three plays. But the minute I turned on the TV, I said, this can't be happening. Oh. It was just like my life was over. Uh. So... I thought it was humorous. Well, just um, like just like Rogers going out and play for is such a Jets thing, like Jimmy Garoppolo going out of, of week one as his first game as a Raider is so Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll enjoy it while it lasts, but I, I am having – I watched the whole game. I didn't watch almost zero of the Patriots game. I watched it on replay. But uh, what I love about – for me personally, is like and finally, if he was ever going to be a Patriot, this is as close as it's going to be, because Josh and then I, yep. Jacoby, my I can't even tell you how ridiculous now it looks with you guys already talked about the whole Schuster thing. Yep. You get a guy that is perfectly I, I I don't understand it. That's even more dumbfounding than the than the Matt Patricia thing. Now that I'm starting to, you know what I mean? It's coming into focus. You had a guy that was completely dependable and was the favorite receiver of your quarterback, and you got rid of him. Yep. I, I you know, I'm not saying anything has been already said, but it just seems so. Scott, you say it's so ridiculous now. It's it so is. ridiculous. He, he, he's really he's making he's making some big mistakes that I never thought Belichick was capable of making. I, 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 it's just it, I almost don't have any more adjectives to even describe how much, you know, he's X's and O's, he's still great. But from a personnel standpoint and a coaching standpoint, he's almost doing everything he can to run this franchise into the ground. Everything. It's just, it's unbelievable. But um, so we talk about not overreacting every week, obviously. Mm -hmm. 
you can't like, does everyone say that Cincinnati sucks now on offense? No, no, you know, no. so, and I'm still kind of on the same thing with the defense. Did they play good last week? Yep. But again, I, I mean, if they if they give up a 30 spot tomorrow, what is, what are we going to be saying? You know yeah, what I mean? Surprise me. It's just kind of, you have to give it some time. And I think more than ever now, uh, you know, they always say that the first four weeks, are, you know, you see what you got. I really do believe that more than ever because you guys just don't play, you know? Yeah, right. It's, Joe Burrow yeah, didn't play slumpy. like a second of preseason or even yep. daily practice, and it showed, right. yep. you know? All right, Dan, we got to run, unfortunately. We are up against yeah, the clock. Yeah, I'll talk to you later, guys. Have a good week. Thanks take for care. the phone call. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be back with more. You're listening to Cordishi and Coit on WEEI. MJ Sullivan has the Hyundai's your... You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 